0: Welcome to Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures Collegiate Baseball League, presented by ChangeUp. I'm Owen Shadrick, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Johnny Maffey. Johnny, how are you today?
1: I'm great, Owen. Thanks to everyone for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening.
0: Yeah, it's been an exciting week of baseball once again here in the Futures League. Myself, personally, I was in New Britain on Thursday night to watch the Norwich Unicorns take on the New Britain Bees in the Connecticut State Rivalry. Really good game. Norwich came out on top. An impressive performance from Tommy Hughes led the way for Norwich. Johnny, what did you see this week?
1: Well, first off, everyone let us know the nicknames for that rivalry, whether it's a Connecticut related or not, because that'll be fun in the comments. But I was in Westfield today. It was my first trip to Bullens Field. I saw some, it wasn't Bullens Magic because it was all in the first inning. They scored four in the first and never looked back. They took down Vermont. They split for the weekend and it was a whole lot of fun.
0: Yeah, Bolin's magic in the air, not only on the field, but on this podcast. We had catcher Jackson Peterson of the Westfield Starfires on this podcast, talked a lot about Bolin's magic, also talked about his experiences in Pittsfield in 2019. Really entertaining podcast episode coming up. We can't wait for this interview. We're going to get you there. So without further ado, here's our interview with Jackson Peterson. Let's roll. At this time, we are honored to be joined by our next guest, who returns to the Futures League with the Westfield Starfires this season, it's Jackson Peterson. Jackson, how are you today?
2: Doing well. How are you guys? Thank you for having
0: me on. We're good. Really excited for this interview. And we're going to get it started. What has it been like to play for Westfield so far this season?
2: It's been a lot of fun uh, getting to come back down here. I had a great time in Pittsfield the first time I was down here. New group of guys, new team, but same league in the future. has done a great job figuring everything out and even adding more games to allow us to play even though the past couple of years have been a little hectic and we really haven't had any consistency with baseball so it just feels really good to be back in the swing of things in terms of playing every day and getting around a new group of guys and meeting new people it's really what summer is all about
1: yeah i feel like i've used the term the swing of things so much lately because it's just it's so it's consistent now and that's what we've all been waiting for mm-hmm. so uh, like you said new group of guys and a new manager for you and Tony Deschler what have you learned from him and the rest of the coaching staff
2: Coach Desch has been great we had like 10 position players i think for the first five or six games got off to a shaky start and no he wasn't too happy about that but kept his cool and stayed confident in us we were able to turn it around these past couple of days It's been nice to learn from him kind of pick his brain and get to know him a little better throughout the past week and a half
0: yeah and he's not the only one that's kept his cool you are hitting 348 which is near the top of the league your top three in runs how have you felt out of the gate so far
2: felt good seeing the ball pretty well at the plate just trying to stay calm and See pitches deep, Uh, got off to a little rough start in the first game. That was to be expected, having not seen pitching for a little bit. Getting back into it, getting behind the plate, getting at the dish, it feels good.
1: So Hunter Golden is the director of baseball ops over there. How'd you end up in Westfield and what's your relationship like with him?
2: I'm going to be a fifth year, so I don't even, I wasn't totally set on playing summer ball. I didn't really know what I was going to do and I was going through the recruiting process for trying to find a school for next year so I was kind of put summer ball on the back burner and found out where I was going to go heading down to Richmond next year and super excited about that and then I realized like I need to get a B's because we haven't played in two years pretty much and one of my roommate that I'm with right now Christian Beal his coach Deschler is coach to the Starfires and he coaches at Bates so he kind of got into the same spot where he didn't really know where he was going and we were both kind of in a tough situation. So he asked Dash if we could both come down here and Dash was super open to it. Called me, texted me one morning, called me the next day and was like, yeah, if you would come down, we'd love to have you. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I had a great time in the future as the first time, but definitely love to come back down. Kind of worked out pretty seamlessly and here I am.
0: Yeah, we had Hunter going on for episode seven of season three and he raved about you. So he's excited and Westfield certainly excited to have you in their clubhouse. And you mentioned it off the top, not only were you in Westfield this year, but you were also in Pittsfield in 2019. What was it like playing for the Suns, and what did you take away from that experience?
2: Oh, I had an awesome summer. I mean, playing well helps, but Pittsfield has a great setup. Getty and Sheik and all those guys over there make it a really, really fun summer. And I had nothing great, nothing bad to say about Pittsfield. And, I would go back there in a heartbeat. Just didn't work out this summer. I ended up here, but I'm happy here. And it's nice to be able to see those guys and get to interact with them throughout the summer. Pittsfield was awesome. The fans there are awesome. The people there are awesome. Great town. Loved playing there.
1: So you got to tell us about the sun delays. We had Mike Gervasi on last Monday's episode, who is their current catcher. So you caught for them. The catcher, I guess, decides the sun delay. How'd you use that? He said he used it to his advantage. What What do you think of all that?
2: i kind of agree with that if it's kind of weird it's kind of up to the umpire so sometimes the umpires are kind of hard about it and they're like don't want to stop the game and you'll be hard to see and then sometimes they're like just let me know whenever you want to stop it we'll stop it and i guess is it this year that they have to stop it before the inning starts
1: that's what mike was telling us
2: Oh, okay because i'm pretty sure they just stopped it at a random point when i was there but I kind of did use it to my advantage. If the sun was starting to get bad and I knew that I was hitting the next inning, I would be a little quicker to pull the trigger on Hey, I can't see the ball right now. We should do a sun delay. Sun delays are very cool because it's something that you'll never get unless you play in Pittsfield and getting to go in the locker room, hang out with the guys and then come right back out 20 minutes later. Pittsfield does a great job of keeping the fans involved in it. Hopefully never have to hit with the sun in my eyes like that ever again.
0: Yeah, that's got to be interesting. And it was always funny looking at the box score and being like, Oh, why is the game stopped with two outs in the second inning? Oh, Sundalay got it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember we would uh we would call the Sundalay and then the umpire would have you like come over periodically throughout the Sunday and you would just like mock stand in the box and like look out and you're like, Oh, still can't see it. All right, go back to the locker room, come back out in five minutes and you keep trying and keep trying. Eventually it gets back going. Nah, I loved it.
0: Yeah, that's certainly an interesting experience. And another experience that you had was playing in front of the Pittsfield fans during the 2019 All-Star Game. You went two for two with a run in an RBI and earned yourself All-Star Game MVP. What was it like to win that award and play the All-Star Game in front of the home crowd?
2: It was awesome. That day was definitely an experience that I won't forget. Fans packed the park. Wakona is an awesome place. I was happy that the All-Star Game was right at home. So like my host mom, my host family got to come out and see me and my parents were even down there. It was made it a lot easier, it was super relaxing just playing in front of the home crowd and I even did the, little home run derby before. It was fun getting to hit in front of the home crowd with the Suns jersey on. I had a great time at the All-Star Game. It was definitely an experience I'll never forget.
0: Yeah, and the home run derby, speaking of that, you were qu- uh, quite a frequent participant in that, if I remember, in 2019 with Pittsfield. What is the Jackson Peterson take on the home run derby to win it?
2: <laughs> I love the home run derby. I think that all baseball should go to the home run derby. It's super exciting. It's almost like in a futures game, when you get to the 10th inning, you're kind of like, nobody score i kind of want to see this go to a derby and then nah but i think they changed it this year so it used to be like the three minutes now it's like 10 outs so i don't know we haven't been at a derby yet so i haven't gotten to experience it this year but tons of fun whenever i go to a derby and it's super like laid back like your coach is throwing to you every all your teammates are out there everyone's watching so it's super exciting
1: now we're gonna start scratching heads when nobody scores runs in the 10th Before we return to our interview with Jackson Peterson, we want to share a message from our friends at 78 Sports. Do you have kids playing baseball or softball? We all know practice time is limited, especially here in New England. Not to mention the cost of lessons and cage time can add up very quickly. Save yourself time and money by giving your kids what they need to work on their game at home. Our friends at 78 Sports can help you put together the perfect at home training setup. Whether you want to start small with just a tee and hitting net or looking to set up a full cage with turf and a pitching machine, they have you covered the team at 78 sports has designed and installed hundreds of home and commercial sports training facilities so we'll let them help you plan the perfect setup for your space visit 78 sports website at 78sports.com that's s-e-v-e-n-t-y number eight sports.com for a limited time by mentioning back to the futures you'll receive a 10 percent discount off your order that's s-e-v-e-n-t-y number eight sports.com now, back to Jackson Peterson. So uh, moving on from the futures to what's happened, I guess, the last year for you, or maybe even uh, more recently, the last few months, using your final year of eligibility at Richmond, transferring from Penn, which we'll, we'll definitely get to in a, in a second. But uh, what are you looking forward to most about Richmond?
2: Oh, I'm super excited to get down there and play. I actually haven't had a chance to get down there because of the dead period with COVID. We weren't allowed to visit, but talking to the coaches super frequently and hearing all good things about Richmond, I'm super excited to get down there. Throughout the whole recruiting process, it just felt like it was going to be a new home to me, and I was excited to get down there, and they seem like they're excited to have me, so it felt like the right fit for me, and can't wait to get down there.
1: So how did that happen? How did you decide to do your fifth year there? And what was the communication like with their coaching staff? Did you have to get recruited over there? or Did you just send a few emails?
2: Um, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a full swing of the, uh, when I was 18 going and trying to get recruited to college for the first time around, but, uh, it was pretty effortless. Ivy's originally didn't allow grad students to play and the Ivy, they changed it to this year, but I don't think I would have been able to get into the grad program there. So uh, the coaches were super helpful. My coaches were more than happy to help me get recruited. So Coach Santello and Coach Jerkow from Penn, they were awesome to help me get in contact with schools. And I once I got into the portal, started reaching out a little bit. And then around like fall break time is when I really started to hear back and started talking to schools and talked to uh, Mulberg from Richmond a bunch. Just a great guy. Conversations were super fluid and, I just felt like it was right for me
1: and it was pretty effortless process. Yeah, that's good. We, we couldn't have gotten into the grad program either over there. So, uh, (laughs) so you you played college ball at Penn, obviously the last two years stunk. Um, Ivy league (laughs) shut down due to COVID. Well, everyone shut down in 2020 and Ivy league uh, shut down this year. What was your mindset with the cancelations and delays then? And what is it now that you get to play a consistent schedule like we talked about earlier?
2: yeah the uh past two years have definitely been tough so much uncertainty and ivy was pretty much the only conference that didn't play this year so it was definitely tough build to swallow when we found out about that but penn was awesome they allowed us to do local competition and we were the only ivy that got to play so it was at least awesome to get out there for uh, my senior year and play a few games with the guys that time around for the past couple of years and really just haven't got to go out and play. So that was awesome getting to play with them. But now that I'm down here and we're playing every day, it just feels, it feels so much more normal than anything I've ever had before. It's almost like we're at the light at the end of the tunnel with all of this and uh, just feels great.
0: Yeah, it certainly is great. And you know, you talk about summer ball and success. One of your Penn teammates is lighting it up on your former team, Jackson Appel, just won player of the week after hitting 429 for the sun so far this season. What's impressed you most about his performance?
2: Oh, I love Jackson. He's the absolute man. Yeah, no, he's turned it up. When we played him, I think he had two hits, and I was talking to him after the game, and they were all like, yeah, that's his season low. And I was like, oh, wow, he's going off, and he's barreling balls hard. But I love to see that. He's a great kid. He works his butt off, and uh, happy for him, and hopefully keeps it up.
0: And going off that, what's it like facing him and other teammates in the league, as well as other opponents that you face when playing college ball? That's
2: probably one of my favorite parts about summer ball as a whole, getting to see the guys. Like when we played Pittsfield the other night, I think I was friends with six out of nine Pittsfield starters. So, and I'm a catcher too. So when they come up, I can talk to all of them and it's awesome. It makes a lot more fun and got a couple other friends throughout the league. And it's just nice being able to see guys because when you play summer ball with someone you're with them every day for two months and then who knows you might never see them again so when you get to come back down here and see these guys that you haven't seen in a couple years and play with them it's kind of an awesome experience get to see people again and it's a lot of fun
1: so you mentioned earlier the recruit process back in high school was a whole thing compared to obviously the the transfer to richmond so in high school did you always have your mindset on the ivy league not totally.
2: I, uh, Funny enough, I really didn't even know what Penn was until they kind of reached out to me. Being a Midwest kid, I really didn't ever picture myself going out East, and looking back on it, it's probably the happiest decision, or the best decision I've made, because uh, I love the East Coast. I really don't see myself leaving the East Coast, and I can spend all the time in the world out here. Having a great time, though, and
1: really love it. So Penn's, we, we got to ask about the the Ivy League academics as well, because high class university so not just the baseball part but what was it like going there for four years
2: it was awesome Penn does a great job especially helping the student athletes with academic support if you need a tutor for any class they're more than willing to help you we have academic advisors and then we have like advisors on the sports side of things that will help you register for classes if you need help they'll help you with this if you need somewhere to go work they'll find a place for you to go work like they really do their best to help you and Obviously it's an Ivy, so it's a pretty tough school, but they make it about as easy as they can to get through it and they will help you with every step of the process So I was a little intimidated first when I went in at eighteen. I was like, I don't really know if I belong at an Ivy League school. this is going to be tough, but really I would do it again over and nothing too special. It's really kind of similar to other colleges too it's just uh, get your work done and you'll be fine
0: yeah, that's awesome and it's obviously great that you got the education that you did at Penn and transitioning from kind of academic circles and the college circles to your play on the field. So catching obviously requires a lot of relationships with pitchers and you've had a lot of pitchers throwing to you. So how do you develop that chemistry with pitchers that you either might not know or are getting to know as, you know, as they're on the mound and how do you allow them to trust you when calling games?
2: I think a lot of that just comes with uh, time, you know, when you first get the summer ball and they go to the bullpen you don't even know the kid's name, let alone what pitches he throws. So he throws his warm-up pitches and you head out to the mound and you're like, hey, I'm Jackson. <laughs> Introduce yourself and, all right, what do you want to do for signs? And they've been uh, they've been good trusting me and I haven't had too many shakeoffs yet. And It's been good, though. Uh, I just feel like time is the only thing that's really going to help that. And we're already getting there. It's a pretty close group of guys. And now that we have our whole entire team here and all the staff settled in, uh, it's going to be uh, – pretty easy moving forward on getting these guys to know each other and everyone to trust each other on the field and we'll get it figured out here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you made that quick adjustment because you're sporting a 1000 fielding percentage so far as you did your last full season at Penn. So how much pride do you take in your D? Oh, I, take a lot of
2: pride i think it's uh probably the aspect of my game that has improved the most from when i entered college until now a lot of that has to do with the older kids matt o'neill one of the kids that was a couple years older than me at penn he ended up getting drafted by the mets he was a huge part in helping me he was always open to working with me and still keep in touch with them today and he's always asking how my game's going and everything and just kind of being able to adjust and learn from guys that know more than you and guys that'll help you move and further develop your game has really helped me. And it's kind of taken my defense to a point where I'm pretty proud of how far I've come defensively and it's become a stronger
0: uh, aspect of my game. Yeah. As they say, defense wins championships. So let's hope that carries over to you guys. Yes, sir. Before we return to our interview with Jackson Peterson, we want to share a message from our friends at on-demand storage. Are you tired of living in clutter? Do you need more space around your home or office? Are you sick of visiting your self-storage unit? Does your business need a way to securely and conveniently store excess materials? On-Demand Storage will pick up your items directly from your location and bring them in storage for you. When you want something back, give us a call and we can deliver it back right away. We bring convenience to the outdated self-storage process. Visit ondemandstorage.com and submit an inquiry. During sign-up, mention the Futures League and receive 50% off your storage pickup. Once again, that's on-demand storage, all one word.com. We now return to our interview with Jackson Peterson. Westfield Starfire nation and players and coaches of all use Bowen's magic religiously around the, around Bowen's field. Of course, how would you define Bowen's magic based on your first few weeks there?
2: <laughs> that's a good one. Bowen's field's definitely a little well, interesting one. It's uh Not really what you'd expect from how the rest of the Futures Leagues are. It's not a massive stadium. It's kind of an at-home feel. Park is awesome. Every personnel there from the Starfires is awesome. And they do their best to get the field ready no matter what. And then when we get out there and you get your uh, two-hopper that pops over the first baseman's head, and you're like, hey, that's the Bowlings magic, baby. Let's go. Get a little rally going. And uh, it's been awesome. I love the field. It's fun to hit there. It's been a good time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And before we get to our final segment, how about a message to Starfire fans?
2: Starfire fans, you need you out at the games, got to pack the crowd and uh, Starfires are getting hot and you don't want to miss out on it.
0: Starfires are getting hot right at the right time here. And we move on to our final segment. Now it's called Quick Hits. It's presented by Zephyr, the official on-field hat of the Futures League Zephyr, high quality and innovative design since 1993. So Jackson, we got a few more questions for our audience to get to know you better. Is that cool? perfect let's do it favorite teammate in the fcbl Ooh,
2: um all time or
0: all time can be pittsfield can be westfield
2: probably go with my buddy kyle cronk i lived with him and uh pittsfield played with him at penn for four years and uh one of my closest friends so go with him
0: yeah it's an easy decision when it's your teammate at school obviously <laughs> And how about favorite ballpark you've played in and one you've attended as a fan?
2: Favorite ballpark I've played in? Oh, when I was in high school, we uh, every year we do like a fundraiser and sell tickets to uh, like a Brewers game. And then we get rewarded by getting to play in Miller Park. So that was an awesome experience. And I'll never forget that and how perfect the field was. Favorite ballpark I've attended? I got to go with Wrigley. Cubs guy, do or die and uh, love Wrigley. But last time I was down here, I got to go to both Fenway and Yankee Stadium, and those were two awesome experiences that I'll definitely never forget. First time going into Fenway is feels a lot like Wrigley with that old rustic feel.
0: Yeah, those are four fantastic stadiums in the major leagues for sure. And then how about sports stadium or sporting event that's on your bucket list? Ooh,
2: that's a good one. probably have to go with the the Masters. I really want to go down to Augusta and watch the Masters. I'm a huge golf guy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's been a popular answer on this podcast, believe it or not. So the Masters certainly would be exceptional for anybody to go to. Then how about favorite big league team and big league player, whether it's current or historical?
2: Favorite big league team is Cubs for sure. Favorite player, I got to go with my guy, Wilson Contreras.
0: So funny you say that because our next question is, who do you model your game after? Is Contreras something, someone that you look to to model your game after as a catcher?
2: I'd love to model my game after Wilson. He's uh, he's improved his defense immensely since he's gotten into the league, and he's a catcher that's not just going to be uh, a 220 hitter and come in and just play stellar defense. He's a guy that's going to play good defense, and he's going to come out and hit 25 home runs for you and swing the bat well. And I try to model my game after that where I'm I'm going to be good defensively, but I'm also going to be able to help you in the lineup and swing the bat.
1: All right, and what's blaring at the uh, at Bullens Field when you're walking up to the plate? What's your walk-up song?
2: Uh, I don't know. I kind of been switching it around a little bit, but right now it's um, Boom Boom Room by Roddy Rich.
1: And do you move that song around because you're superstitious or is it just because?
2: Uh, I just kind of like switching it up. I mean, if I have a string of a few days where we're not swinging it well, it's definitely getting changed. But I wouldn't say like if I get out in my first at bat, it's got to be different in the second one. I kind of like to just pick songs that like I like to sing along with them so I feel like it kind of loosens me up as I'm going to the plate if I'm singing along with the song. But, no, I just like switching it up. It's a long season, so you don't want to hear the same song 400 times.
1: So you don't text the press box after you strike out? And <laughs> <it
2: up. laughs> no, if I break a bat, maybe I'll text them, because that's really bad luck, but uh, other than that.
1: All right, so when you're tending Wrigley or any other park, what are you getting at the concession stand? Ooh,
2: that's a good question. I'm a big uh, – jumbo hot dog guy and uh i really like the uh
1: the ice cream and the the little mini helmet oh yeah the mini helmet can't lose there's something different oh it always tastes better out of the mini helmet absolutely and when you're playing or whenever are you a bubble gum guy or sunflower seeds guy
2: uh definitely sunflower seeds guy but i really only like eat seeds if like i'm not playing so if i'm like down for the day i'll like crush an entire bag of seeds but like if i'm playing it's Especially with how hot it is now, it's not a lot of time for seeds. It's more a lot of time for trying to drink as much water as you can because you're sweating
1: 42 pounds of sweat when you're behind the plate. Yeah, you can't focus on seeds behind the plate. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And last question of our quick hits segment presented by Zephyr What's your favorite all time baseball memory?
2: In high school, we were playing, I moved high schools and we were playing my old high school. And one of my like best friends who I used to live next to hung out with every day was pitching and hit a home run off him. So that was a pretty fun experience. I probably won't forget that for a while. In college at Penn, we were able to go down and we got to play two against Duke in the midweek and we took both of those. So it was pretty crazy for small Ivy to come down and beat the ACC team twice in a row. And that was awesome. And then getting to play in the all-star game in the futures and getting to win the MVP was definitely up there as well.
0: Yeah, those are three great memories, and we appreciate you throwing the Futures League one, and that's awesome. That's good. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, Jackson, that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck with everything, and we can't wait to see you and the Starfires creating Bowen's Magic all season long. Yes,
2: sir. Thank you guys very much for having me. I had a blast. Thanks, Jackson. Thank you.
0: This has been episode 11 of season three of Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures Collegiate Baseball League. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everyone soon.